are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. And welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. As always, we have Flirty Lee. What's up, Lee? Hey, I'm doing all right. Have you been flirting? How are you doing? (laughs) Um... Um, today I'm kind of sober, being dull. Dull. Uh, you won't get me yelling about anything. I bet you I can. <laughs> uh, okay, never mind. Never mind. I'll yell anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm having so I'm having a Scotch blended whiskey. Pretty damn good. Oh, that's cool. With Coke. <laughs> oh, right on. What's well, your favorite whiskey? Uh, too expensive that I can't afford. <laughs> oh, okay. I would like to try a single malt. I've had some of that. I had the uh, the Metallica Blackened Whiskey, which was really good. Oh, that seems cool. Yeah, somebody gave it to me like in a little shooter. It looked like a shooter, right? And I downed it, right and he on. looked at me like, what the fuck? You're supposed to sip it. And I go, oh, I thought it was a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just shot the whiskey straight down, and everybody's staring at me. I go, fuck, I, I feel stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how, how's your week? We we recorded a podcast on uh, Monday, and that was yeah. pretty good with uh, R- Rania Kaminsky from uh, the uh, Pinpricks. Yeah. That went pretty good, and it's, pretty, it's doing pretty good. So if you guys want to check that out, it's a podcast just before this one. Um, and also go buy the Pinpricks on Amazon or iTunes. Go buy their album digitally. Because I did, so you should too. It's not that expensive. It's only like six ninety nine for an EP. So enjoy. Cool. They're also avail- available on your streaming, Spotify and I, uh, Apple Music. So enjoy, man. And she's really a nice lady, and I love her band. And I think Lee does too. She's she's all right. She's pretty cool. All right, man. So uh, how was your week since Monday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I've been... Um... I'm working on old manuscripts and stuff. I've got a new Chromebook, and it um, isn't quite like a laptop. I can't... Um, I mean, there's a way to connect a CD or a DVD to it, but you have to kind of... There's a lot of technical things that you have to do. You have to, like, blah, 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 blah. I won't get into all of them, but it's not as simple as plugging it in. You probably need you, know, a, you probably need an external hard drive and flash drives to put the stuff in you want to see. Well, well, what it is is um, Chromebook doesn't have Windows. It, it has some called OS, and it works on Linux. So you have to manipulate the code and put in codecs and stuff like that. You just lost me. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, 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 let's, well, well let's just say it's, it's kind of like as if you were computer programmer and then instead of being able to just put something on your computer you had to go to administrator and then you had to type in a bunch of stuff in order to make it work the only thing i know how to do is when i get a virus from watching porn years ago i'd have to uh clean out my hard drive and then reinstall the operating system (laughs) yeah well so 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 on this you might be able to turn it on and off and Maybe that's all you'd be able to know how to do. Uh, I could probably figure out how to. I, it's probably like a key where you hit Control when it's starting F12, and it'll re, reboot your operating system. Probably well, there's a there's there's a there, there's a certain yeah key, but 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 what we have to do is you have to install Linux, which is not Windows. It's Linux, but you can have Firefox and you can have Google and you can have stuff on it. But it works with Google Docs. It doesn't work with Microsoft Word. Well, you can have Microsoft Word, but I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for it. And, you know, but but you, you can put in a DVD player, but it doesn't work through OS. It works through Linux. So it would be like if you wanted to play iTunes, but you couldn't just click on iTunes. You had to first go to a website and then click on iTunes. So it's kind of like that. Oh, you can't install iTunes on a Linux uh, operating system. Well, well, I'm I'm just using an example, oh, but okay. but what I'm saying is, um, you 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 can have it, but you have to have other programs in order to make it work because it's not like Microsoft Word, which has um, 
media player and it's not like Apple with a website where you can do iTunes. It's more like it has Google Play because it's a part of Google, but they they don't have um, they they have a plugin to put in a a, dr app. a drive with USB, but 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 you have to but but you have to put in a code in the um, like 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 you have to type in something in a code and then what it does is it it understands it as a command and then it will allow you to plug in and use your dvd okay. but you have to type it in it's not like you can click on something do you have a separate dvd drive for it yeah well okay. well i yeah yeah i i mean i i have a dvd and i have the usb plug-in to plug it in oh nice yeah, you got a plug-and-play DVD player. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't do anything right yet because because I have to figure out how to go into the... That's why I didn't want to talk a lot about it because it's just a bunch of gobbledygook. And oh, <laughs> not even I understand it. But the short end of it is I have to go into the manufacturers, like the administrator code, which means that I can manipulate... So then instead of it running on Google, it runs on Linux. And then that way I can override the Google and then I can put in the DVD player. Sort of like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Did you All understand right. that? That was uh, computing with then Lee. Then I guess you shouldn't have asked me. I'm that was computing with... Yes, I understand. I bet I could do that in five minutes. I'm good oh, at adding shit it. to computers. So uh, I just figured it out. Uh, oh. It's weird how you just can't plug in a DVD player and it recognizes it on the operating system and automatically installs the the firmware for it. But yeah, it it could do that, but I have to type in something in the code in order to make it so that it can do that. So Chromebook doesn't want you to have a DVD player if they're going to make you go through all that shit. That's true. Well, fuck them. Get a Microsoft next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't. I, I, I can't really look a gift horse in the mouth if oh, someone's yeah. given this to me then I then instead of having nothing I, I take it. That's true. Thank you for giving Lee a Chromebook. Um, <laughs> so uh, nothing happened to me this week. I'm just sitting here going blah 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 doing your lip wrap. Oh well that's cool. Yeah, I'm doing a Lee lip wrap. So, Maybe uh, we can do a do a duet and then put it together on the CD. So um, let's get into this episode. Today we're doing The Firm's debut album. And that's with Jimmy Page, Paul Rogers, uh, Chris Slade, and the fretless wonder, Tony Franklin. Uh, if you don't know who Tony Franklin is, he also played with Blue Murder. Chris mm -hmm. Slade also played with ACDC. So, uh, oh, you know, wow. Yeah, he played on the uh, the album with, uh, you know, uh, Thunder, uh, The Razor's Edge. He played drums on that album. And on, oh, the, okay. on their last tour, he took over for the, the original drummer again because he was getting oh. into some gobbledygook in Australia, I guess, or New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're doing The Firm's uh, first album. The Firm is the first studio album by the British rock band The Firm, released by Atlantic Records on the 11th February 1985. Its tracks range from the epic Midnight Moonlight, based on a previously unreleased song by Led Zeppelin called Swan Song, first tinkered with during the physical graffiti sessions, to the commercially successful Radioactive, Closer employs a home section in a subtle effect, the album also includes the version of the Righteous Brothers hit You Lost That Love and Feeling. The Firm picked at number 17 on the Billboard 200 chart and reached number 15 on the UK Albums chart. The song Radio Radioactive topped Billboard's top rock ch charts for one week. So, mm -hmm. uh, you remember this album when it came out? Oh, not only that, but I saw the concert before the album came out when Jimmy Page and Paul Rogers and Chris Slade um, were were performing at Ronnie Lane Appeal to Arms, and I don't know if Tony Franklin was there. They might have had another bassist. It might have been Bill Wyman, because he was there, and so was Charlie Watts and a bunch of other people. But yeah, so I saw that, and then when I heard about the firm, I thought, cool, 
um, not only did I see the concert, now I can get the album. So I knew about it before it even came out. Nice. So, um, this, and Jimmy Page is your favorite guitar player, so you should like yeah. this album. Hopefully. We shall see. So we get to the first song, which is the first song you picked, Lee. Yep. So here's Closer by The Firm on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Closer by the firm. Why did you pick that song, Lee? It's a pretty good opening tune. It does pale compared to the best of Led Zeppelin or Paul Rogers' solo, but only by a little bit. At this point, Jimmy Page friends were eager to hear new music from him, including me. So this was sufficient. I won't skip this tune. It's still a song I like to hear. I give it an eight. Yeah, I love this song, The Fretless Wonder on bass, Franklin. Man, he kicks ass. He had a it has a fretless fret has such a different sound to it. It's like amazing. Yeah, man, I love the sound of the bass and Paul Rogers. Man, what a voice! Chris Slade drums. He has a hop to it in this song. I, I think the horn should have been taken out. I don't like the horn section, but yeah. it's okay. Jimmy is a light on guitar, but still good opener. Yep. And then we get to the next song, uh, Make or Break, which you wanted to change one of your tracks to this. So why would you want to do that? I guess you like this song. Well, yeah, I mean, because um, it, it because that would have fit with the notes. But the reason why I decided we should do Closer is because it is a good song to start with. You know, it's, it's, it's a good way for the people to see what the group is like. But I'll tell you why I do like this song. I do like this song a little better than the first track. This sounds a little more like Led Zeppelin and Bad Company cooking up some magic. It's a deep track and has a little bit of the sound of the group Cream and the soloing. 
it really kicks ass. I agree. This is a good toe-tapping rhythm on this track. Love the solo on this one. So melodic. Jimmy kicking some ass here on this song. Love it. Here's the next track you picked, Lee, Someone to Love. So here's Someone to Love on the Free Form Rock Podcast.
Okay, Lee, that was Someone to Love. Why did you pick that track? This is funky. It kind of sounds like the group Detective that had Tony K from Yes on keyboards. Detective recorded on Led Zeppelin's record label Swan Song. This is a really good song. It's great. Yeah, it's a, a good opening beat, catchy rhythm. Um, this, uh, this is the uh, this is Zepp and Bad Company, but they have their own sound to it and the fretless bass. Love it. This is like it sounds like Zepp mixed, like you said, Zepp mixed with Bad Company. Sounds great. Yeah. Except the fretless bass adds a different tone to it. Yeah. And then we get to the next song, Together. What do you think about this one? This is okay, but it's a little bit mellow, like a little too tame, like when Eric Clapton got tame. It's an okay song, and I don't really dislike it, but it's not a song I go to when I hear this album. But I would be interested in hearing Eric Clapton do it. Yeah, has Eric Clapton made any new music lately, or is he just done? Um, I don't know. I mean, he might um, lay down in bed and hum and and then ask his and if his next door neighbors want to hear him hum he can say well you can come over and hear me but please bring a glass of milk and an omelet you know or something like that as long as he's not laying down with sally his wife will get mad <laughs> oh okay <laughs> or even if he called her sally then she oh what <laughs> and by the way don't call me sally <laughs> a little airplane humor for you. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I love the opening acoustic guitar. Love Paul's tone. Great bridge on this song. Also, one of my favorites on the album. I love it. Oh, okay. And then we get to uh, track number five, which was the huge hit on this uh, Radioactive. What did you think about this one? This is a good one. It's what's known as a sleeper song, which doesn't mean it puts you to sleep. It means it's subtle and seems like it won't do much, but over time it proves to be memorable and good. It's a great mixture of metal. Didn't have much of anything 
Okay, that was Money Can't Buy. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This has an eerie, moody edge to it that I dig. It's almost like a Robin Trower tune, and the guitar and bass are great on it. I like the melody and the guitar solo. It's a deep cut, but a good one. Yeah, this is one of my favorite tracks off the album. Um, love the hopping bass. Paul's vocals are amazing. And the break, the song starts moving. After yeah. the break, it starts moving. It's so good. And Chris's drums are amazing. And freaking Jimmy Solo just flows with the song so much. This song has soul, and I love it. Mm-hmm. This is what the You Lost That Love and Feeling should have been. <laughs> yeah, well, they played it. Yeah. That one on um, in the concert I went to. Nice. I just like he says, money can't they lost, buy. They, they, they did the Love and Feeling. I mean, they played that at the concert. But you know how he goes, money and can't. And they played it like they did on the album. I guess you don't want to hear me <laughs> sing. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, no, go on, go on. He says, you know how he goes, money can't buy. And he goes, the love at the end. That's yeah. what I was waiting for, for you lost that love and feeling, that fucking high-pitched soul that he does. Mm. Oh, God. This song is so good when Paul hits that, the love, that high note. I fucking love it. One of my favorite singers wow. of all time, Paul Rogers. He is uh, really good. We need to do his uh, blues album one day, too. Uh, mm. I sent it to you, and you liked it. You found it. Mm -hmm. All right, and then we get to the uh, one of the other singles off the album called Satisfaction Guaranteed. What would you think of this song, Lee? This is a good example of what Bad Company could have sounded like if Jimmy Page had been their guitarist. It's a good song. It's a little slow, and I have to be in the mood for it, but I like it more than Kashmir, and I like the groove of it. It sounds like a hot desert song, like something to hear while riding on a camel. This on a, a camel. It's a, a hip song. <laughs> this is a song you go to your boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever you have, and go, hey, baby, satisfaction guaranteed. So tell me, baby, <laughs> and then they go, cool. Of, I got some satisfaction guaranteed. I yeah. love the guitar. It's like Zeppelin right there, man. I love the guitar tone that Jimmy's playing on his song. And Paul's voice, so good, as always. And then we get to the last well, track. Yeah, I was going to say when they say, and they give them the CD and they say, Satisfaction Guaranteed, the girlfriend goes, Great! I'm satisfied. Get out of here. Let me listen to the album. <laughs> they, had a, <laughs> they had an album called Whatever Happened to Jugula in 1985. I don't know what that was. I was just looking. I gotta check uh, let, me look what, let me see what this is. It's a 13 studio album by Roy Harper. That's not them. <laughs> uh. What the hell they put that? They, I guess uh, Wikipedia messed up there. Weird. Uh, and then we get to the, the epic song on the album, the 9 minutes and 13 minute epic that you didn't pick. So I picked it. So they here, played it in the concert, so that's fine. Here's Midnight Moonlight by the Mighty The Firm on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yeah. 
that was Midnight Moonlight. What'd you think of that song, Lee? This sounds like they were trying to do something that could have been on physical graffiti. And I didn't even know that it was from that. And so it, it, it happened to be interesting that they that they were trying it during that time. But it's a decent tune. It's good for when I'm relaxed and sitting on my recliner and feeling mellow. It somewhat has a filler sound to it, like it wasn't a finished song. But they made it as good as they could, and I can enjoy it. Well, this is my all-time favorite song on this album. Like, mm. like when I was listening to it, man, this is so Zeppelin. So Zeppelin, and then we read oh, that, yeah. that it was a Zeppelin song called Swan Song, and they changed, tried to do it for Physical Graffiti, which it does sound oh, like wow. that with the guitars. And and starts with Paul's, uh, the acoustic, Paul's voice singing, sounds like a Zeppelin song, so atmospheric, and the middle break, the bass adds so much to it. Jimmy's acoustic was so good. Then the song speeds up. Love the soul and the background vocals. Now, I like the background vocals on this one. They fit. This song rules. So many breaks in the song, and they flow together so good. And then in the end, they just go off. The whole band, great epic song to end a great album, minus one track, which is You Lost That Love and Feeling. But, yeah. um... This band, uh, I was watching the Bad Company documentary, and Paul Rogers said the firm, they they talked he when they got together, him and Jimmy Page decided we're only going to do two albums and two tours and call it quits. So it was oh. plan, it was planned for them just to do two, two records. Oh wow! Is that is that because um, Jimmy thought he didn't want to keep continuing doing music, or was it because he wanted to probably have more time to do other stuff later well paul said he just wanted to work with jimmy and they didn't want to make it like a big thing you know they just wanted to two albums two tours oh, okay. and leave you know that's all they planned to do and that's what they did i oh, wish okay. they'd do something else maybe jimmy jimmy make a solo album and get paul to sing on it you know we haven't heard oh, anything yeah. since that crappy outrider album it's, oh well i do kind of li i like that i like the the robert plant song on it <laughs> the only one i think it was called or something I don't remember. I think there's like like a, a a couple of tunes on side two that I didn't like, but I, I liked all of side one. Well, we already told you this album peaked at 17 in the U.S. charts and 15 in the U.K. charts. And uh, what did the critics say about this? Rolling Stone gave it two stars. Well, Rolling Stone fucking sucks. We all know that. But All Music uh -huh. gave it four stars, so good for you, All Music. Uh, yeah. I give it four and a half. It's not perfect. If they would have replaced You Lost That Love and Feeling, maybe it would have been a perfect album. But we do not know. <laughs> uh -huh. And I freaking... I, I don't like the horns on the on Closer. I think the song would have been harder without the horns. I think the horns just gave it too much information it didn't need. Um, okay. But it's still a good track. And and what do you give this album? Uh, I, I, I give it several wine sparkles. Several wine. You don't drink wine. <laughs> well, well, I, I did because um, I, I got a bottle of wine recently, so I drank it. Okay, was it a uh, night train? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not on the night train. <laughs> I've never had that or Thunderbird. I, I kind of decided I, those are two wines I would not try. This is Lisa. I'm on the vodka. Bottoms up. I'm on the vodka. I never yeah. stop. I'm on the vodka. Never to return. No, I just hey, out. actually, that sounded better than me. <laughs> I need to I, I need to record your vocals and then put that up in the mix. So when I sing, I'm very low. Oh shit! <laughs> you know that would be cool. Cause you're on the fuck <laughs> <laughs> We took we, we sorry Guns N' Roses for rooting your song Night Train, but I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's our that's our album review of the firm, the firm from 1985. Yep. With uh, like we we already said, Jimmy Page on guitar. What is it? Jimmy Page acoustic electric guitars production. Paul Rogers lead vocals acoustic electric guitars production. Tony Franklin fretless bass keyboard synthesizer backing vocals. Chris Slade drums and percussion. Uh, man, they played a lot of instruments except for Slade. <laughs> They're all yep. over the place. I love Tony Franklin. Have you heard Blue Murder? Yeah. Blue, that's a great album. Um, so let's get into our tracks of the week. 
And since we did something with Jimmy Page, I decided to put Robert Plant in there with a Big Log, which I love this song ever since I saw it on Friday Night Videos years ago. Oh, like, okay. I just love the, the slow, atmospheric ver thing of this song. It's just so not Zeppelin, but it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And then you picked a group called War Horse, War Horse called St. Louis. Yeah. And you know what? That song really rocks. I started listening to the next track. <laughs> it was oh, really wow. Good. Maybe we should review an album by them. Yeah, um, they, they had the original bass player of Deep Purple with them. Oh, nice. Uh, and that's not the guy we know. I can't remember his name now. Um, no. And then we end it with Lee's instrumental track, Saturday Song, which is pretty cool, man. I like it. I gave a slight oh, review thank of it you. saying, this is Mark, not Lee. This is amazing. <laughs> because I'm commenting on the Freeform Rock podcast uh YouTube, so I don't want people thinking you're commenting on yourself. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so I said, this is Mark, not Lee. <laughs> that was funny. All right, and then next week we're, um, well, this is this will be the album next week because we're recording a week early because today we're putting out Black Sabbath. But uh, the next album after this, we're doing the Velvet Underground with Nico. Yeah. Yeah, so. And now then I'm pretty sure you haven't ever heard, right? Yes, I never heard it. I know who Lou Reed is. Uh, I, yeah. I'm i one of the few people who like the Metallica Lou Reed album. Um, oh. So maybe I'll like this. <laughs> if, 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 if you like that album, that that's, that's, that's kind of interesting because I do like it too. I'm I, not going to say that I like all of the songs all of the time. Sometimes there's maybe a song or two on the Lulu album that I'm not into. But I, I do think that it was a hell of a lot better than most people give it credit for oh i think the instru instrumentals uh by metallica is amazing and I, I really care for lou reed's vocals but it goes along it's like punk it's freaking really cool i like it yeah and i do like some lou reed you know some of his 80s stuff that he did that was more commercial uh yeah so it's pretty cool man I'll, I'll, it's an album i've never heard i've heard of nico she was kind of hot uh, yeah wasn't she a model yeah and she died right she passed away yeah all right was it drugs i don't know i don't remember yeah yeah okay man that was weird how they put them they put her on the album too i guess they're yeah well well um she um knew andy warhol and he thought that she would be good um you know with them Andy you know Warhol was kind of a loon but he was yeah. a great, great artist though i guess you're always uh, a loon. But, but she likes doing music, you know. She yeah. likes doing it. That's cool. So uh, here we go. We're going to play you out with uh, Robert Plant's Big Log, War Horse, St. Louis, and Lee's instrumental Saturday song. And until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye, everybody.
city where I was born I got a feeling I can't understand I want to get back to my homeland I ain't got no money, I ain't got a cent I gotta get on that train, so help me Show me the way the
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.